Isn't that a headline for this conversation? It's not too late. To to go into your inner child and also to do some things that are fulfilling, start new projects, whatever it might be, right? right? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lauren at Live Spirituality and Health Podcast. I've got Rachel Oz with me today. How are you, Rachel? I am awesome and grateful. How are Yay, you? Same. So happy to have you on the show. You. Loving the color. We're going to get to that in a minute. Your your bright, beautiful aura and your clothing choice. What we're going to talk about you. why you dress up in so much beautiful color. That's part of your style. And mm. um, But Rachel is a psychologist and author. We're going to talk about her book a little later and a playgroundist, which I'm going to ask you in a few minutes what that means. <laughs> um, but we're just we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different stuff today. We're going to let the conversation flow, raising the vibes, talk about our book, and we're going to talk about um, you know how you can dress with intention and caring for your inner child. That's something I kind of wanted to touch mm-hmm. on. So first of all, what does a playgroundist mean? Yes. So one of the things, my little tagline is I'm a psychologist, author, and art playgroundist. And what that means for me is when I create art, I feel like I'm on the playground again and I'm young and it's recess and I'm with my friends and we're on the swings, the wind is in my hair, I'm free. So, you know, I could say I'm an artist and certainly am, um, but it feels even more honest to use my made up term art playgroundist. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's cool. Yeah, I, know, I feel you. like, and maybe this will be the kind of the start of our conversation. Um, I've heard this a couple times, and I I don't know if you've felt this. I talk a lot about synchronicities on the show. I've heard a lot of people mm. lately, and I think this is all part of the you know the awakening. Call it cheesy if you want, but people are awakening mm. right now, whatever that means to you or the collective. But a lot of people are talking about chi- you know inner child, inner child work, he- healing child traumas, yada yada yada. So I've been thinking a lot, and I've been hearing this a lot lately. We are kind of all just children in human bodies. It's just, I mean, yes. in, in adult bodies, right? But it, yes. we don't really realize it, but we are. And a lot of our childhood, you know, subconscious memories or, or things that from our childhood are playing huge roles in our life, right? But yes. oh, I love that image of just like being on the, on the swing and in the moment yeah. and the breeze. And I just feel like, I'll speak for myself. I just feel like I don't yeah. do that enough. I don't just... I don't let myself just be more free. And now that I have two young children, Uh, I'm, you know, I'm living through them again and they're helping me just be in the moment, which is so beautiful. So can you speak to what is it? What is inner child? What does it mean? How can we connect with it? And um, yeah, caring for your inner child. Yes. So the first thing, I want to mention is that when you introduced that, you said it sounds a little cheesy, but we're awakening. And I always um, get so excited when anyone ever um, prefaces something with saying this is going to be cheesy because I always know it's going to be the best stuff. It just is consistent. Like I would just think like, 
encourage for fun. Yeah. You to just notice when you say it yourself or mm. when you hear anyone else say it. This is, I know it's cheesy, but blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And get excited because whatever's coming out of your or their mouths is going to be really important. Like pay attention to that. Mm. So thank you for speaking of awakening <laughs> yeah. and for your cheesy importance. <laughs> um, I guess just to and, throw in really quick. Yeah. You know, the terms are true. I think there's a lot of awakening going on collectively, individually, Uh but also, you know, can be overused. And I think some people think it's cheesy. That's why I guess I say that as a little bit of sarcasm. Uh, I'm all about it. Um, But you know what I mean? I think some people, oh, this great mass awakening, like, oh, please, you know, but I I really do believe it's happening. So I guess that's kind of why I threw that term. Some people might think it's being overused, but you know, how else do I explain it, I guess? So Yes. Cheesy no, or not, so good. It's, it's good. Yes. <laughs> yes. And and it's helpful to even hear you elaborate upon it mm-hmm. because um, I know what you mean that sometimes when we overuse terms, we habituate to them. Mm. We d- don't hear it in um, a way that really awakens our senses anymore or where we take it seriously mm-hmm. or give it full attention and full attention that it needs um, because at a serious business to wake up and to be really present um, and, and all that, that all the possibility then, um, that comes forward. Um, so I love that. Um, and I'm with you. And then secondly, the whole other thing you were talking about, which is our inner child. So what I think is that, um, we bring all our ages with us as we keep continue to age. And so it's not so much, well, one, once upon a time, I was two and four and 14 and 24, et cetera. Um, but now, so for example, I, Rachel, am 56. Um, and I'm all my ages that I've been, and they're all with me. And that it's, Um, I don't need to leave any part of me behind and so that I can continue to have all those ages inform me and inspire me. And I can still, if I choose to, take care of all those ages. So, for example, um, the young part of me, and, and this would be so fun, like whoever may be listening, it would be so fun if we could just suddenly be in a circle and share um, what this, what I'm going to speak to here, share with each of us what it would be for each of us because it would be slightly different um, with each individual. For me, for example, one of the ways I still care for younger parts of me is when I'm especially tired or feeling vulnerable. Like I have a small stuffed animal collection. I'll sometimes still cuddle with one. Um, Or, you know, I love soft things like a soft blanket or I'll Speaking of colors, the young child in me also loves that I um, often dress in still bright colors, like, um, you know, allowing her to dress me. Um, And, you know, there's so many different things. I've circled back um, in my early 40s is when this happened. But in my early 40s, I reawakened my creative life, for example, and began to weave back in the writing and the art making that I loved um, as a child and a teen. 
you know, I had rainbow. I had, it was almost like wallpaper in my room. I had piece of paper after piece of paper of drawings that had all these rainbowy colors uh, on my bedroom walls. And um, so in my forties, I was like, where did that girl go? I still love doing that. And so, you know, there's so many different ways, but it's a more complete and integrated me to express, be in touch with and love up all my ages now. That's really beautifully said. Um, oh, I should have you. asked you too in the beginning, kind of, do you mind giving just a quick intro? Sorry, I kind of got so excited just on on you. You know, you said you used to be like creative. Like, I mean, can you give just a little background of, you know, who you are and how you got into like psychology? And you obviously just gave us a little tidbit on how you realized, you know, you wanted to be more colorful and playful and, and creative again. Mm-hmm. But yes, let's do our wild order that's out of order, yeah. but in perfect order. <laughs> Yes. Um, so my profession is I work as a psychologist, um, counseling, mostly adults and mostly women, but a few teens and, you know, just a little bit of a variety there. Uh, and also, so I've been doing that since my 20s for a long time. And I got into that because it's who I am. You asked in how you got into it. You know, it was... Um, you know, from a very young age, people would say to me, oh, you're such a good listener or confide in me. Um, and I felt like I came alive, you know, the awakened word you've used. I felt more awake in um, th- these kinds of deeper conversations with people. And I even liked the subject in school of psychology. It just mm-hmm. felt like, well, it's uh, sure I'll get paid for who I am, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so, so there's the psychologist. And then in my early forties, once I had a, a base really in, in that profession. And also uh, once my, I have two sons once they were, I think my youngest was maybe eight or nine at the time. I just felt like, okay, I'm kind of out of the weeds of building, you know, the um, basics of my profession, raising my children in their youngest ages. And I have a little more space psychologically to come back to myself and think, all right, now what else, what other parts of me um, still need expression, need wholeness, need um, need to be in the world and touching people with who I am. And um, one of the things I felt really moved about in my early 40s, springing from my psychology practice, was um, to write a book. And I was really moved by the beautiful things over time I was hearing my clients say, and especially out of their suffering, these wisdom nuggets, their realizations. And I'd be in the room thinking, I'm the only one hearing this, but I need to share this somehow in a bigger way. Um, that for all of us, that that even out of our suffering, if we lean into it and really listen and honor our hearts, that there's so much to be learned there and to grow from. Um, and, and there's such clues there to our gorgeousness and our gloriousness, uh, which is so unexpected really. Mm -hmm. And so, um, 
I decided to write my first book then. I've now, I now have four, but that first one was called All I Did Was Listen. And it was really about listening to all this amazing stuff I was learning um, from my clients and so inspired by and wanted to also make, you know, illustrate the book and make art about. So that's where my writing and my um, illustrating and creative life uh, started to spring forward and still. Do you have your book with you? Um, I have my newest one. Okay. So all I did was listen it? is not at my fingertips, okay. but I do. Um, I just just uh, released my newest, my fourth book. Wow. Um, but I have that. Well, why don't you show it to us? And then okay. we're, of course we're going to put it in the show notes too. But okay. And speaking of inner child, um, do you remember like kindergarten or whatever, they'd read to you and say, okay, you yeah, know, like you'd that. get the visual yep. along with yep. the reading. Um, <laughs> the here it is, book. the relationship book. That's cool. I love the illustration. Kind of, thank you. Kind of in time for Valentine's Day, but yeah. also um, it's a great gift book for yourself or others, mm -hmm. uh, but it's very like affirming. It's in full color illustrations mm -hmm. on every page. And it's about relationships. It's just about loving ourselves up in all our relationships. Mm -hmm. And I was moved during the pandemic about how clearly vital it is that we be connected to one another and to ourselves mm -hmm. You know, there was so much isolation that needed to happen to keep ourselves safe. But I was so moved about how we found our way back to one another. Mm -hmm. And um, so this book is actually about relationships with ourselves, with food, with uh, our clothing, mm -hmm. which is another whole section of my life. Mm -hmm. That's a whole story um, and with each other, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and about being really careful and nurtured um, in these realms. Um, so it's a little bit um, prosy, poemy, reflective. A lot of people say they keep it by their bedsides Aww. for inspiration and to feel loved up. That's awesome. Well, yeah. we'll definitely put that in the show notes uh, so people okay. can find it. Okay. Yeah, it sounds lovely. Um, yeah, thank you. Gosh, I just, there's always like so many ways you know, things I want to talk about ways to go with yeah, the conversation. Yeah, great. I'm thinking like, great. okay, I want to talk about your clothing, but I also just wanted to say personally, maybe other people feel this way in certain parts of their life. But like I mentioned, like I have two young babies. I just actually have, I have a yes. two and a half month old. Oh my and I know, gosh. Fresh. And then I have a two year old. It's very busy right now. And so I'm thinking oh. when you're talking about how you had, you know, your kids were a little older and then you have more space. So I'm thinking right now, like I'm, yes. this is actually my first recording back since, you know, I had the baby in October. I've taken some time is off. It? So welcome. Yeah, thank you. It feels good. Yes. You know, it's okay. like you can probably understand and other people, maybe the kids or, or that are busy. It's like, man, the balancing act is hard, but you do need yeah. time for yourself. You need some adult conversation. You need some purpose. Yeah. And so that's what my podcast is, right? Is my purpose. And oh. I'm thinking when you said that, like, cause I'm kind of feeling like, where do I take this podcast? And you know, I started it in uh, early 2021 during the pandemic too. I think a lot of people created amazing things. That's one of the silver linings of the pandemic. I think a lot of people right. created things. And we were when we were forced inside our homes, I think there was a lot of beauty to that because we were doing things we wouldn't have maybe done before. But my point is, I'm in a place where I'm very 
focused like child you know taking care of these yeah. littles and i'm not yeah. fully into my creative zone and so i just appreciated that i i want to mm -hmm. honor that like every part of our life is important and different and different space you know you hold different space for different things yeah um and so when i heard you say that it kind of i don't know gave me some like hope and also yes. like it's okay that you're not doing a lot with your podcast right now because you're taking care of your babies so I don't know. Oh. We're having a mini a mini therapy session in front of hopefully thousands of people that will listen to this. But <laughs> yes, and who there's probably some resonance for you know what I mean? because for all of us yeah. there's different seasons, and it's yeah. all part of it that you're being immersed in babies and all that that takes from you. Um, you're as you're doing it, you're still. It, and not just still, but you're radically evolving that who you are and wherever that's going to lead you in the coming years, it's going to inform everything yeah. and it's going to stretch you and grow you and awaken you totally. to use that term. And um, so I just think about that, that it's yeah. all part of it. And I know I can only speak for myself, but I know others have, yeah. seen, you know, post online or talk to friends, but especially for mamas, like, Ooh, yeah, we are stretched in so many ways. Right. And so it's yes. beginning years are really hard because you're just you're your marriage and that kind of feels sometimes like it's last. And then you're yes. trying to do your, something for professionally or for your own self and then with your yes. kids. And so just speaking to, you know, it's balance and just being, you know, being stretched, which isn't a bad thing. It's just learning how to kind of flow with that. And I don't know, it's just wild. So I it's a wild ride. You. I'm glad that you found that time to then, you know, get back into your creativeness. And that's inspiring for, for anyone, no matter where you are in life, it's not too late. You know, you could be in any decade it of your is life. It's not too late. Yeah. Isn't that a headline yeah. for this conversation? Totally. It's not too late. To, to go into yeah. your inner child and also to do some things that are fulfilling, start new projects, yeah. whatever it might be, right? right? Right, and to see where inspiration is going to hit mm -hmm. and where light lead keeps leading you and where new births keep happening. Like right now you're in the new births of literally babies, but um, as long as your heart remains open um, and your arms remain open to this life and to yeah. your life, Births are always possible. Yeah. It's like a whole land of eggs for you. Aww, yeah, for everybody. For yeah, everybody. That's right. Not, you know, I think we get kind of in our our cycles and some, you know, sometimes it might feel mundane or you're just kind of rolling through mm -hmm. it. But yeah, there's always a possibility if you're willing to to be open, I think. That's right. Yeah, yep. Totally. Wow. Um, okay. Well, I want to shift into the clothing thing. Cause that's something I, I studied fashion. I come from a background actually of apparel. Um, merchandising. so I have to ask, of course, so yes. what is this whole thing? You said that's part of your story. And obviously yeah. for people that are watching this, you're in a bright, colorful scarf and glasses and you're some of your pictures when we matched up, I saw on your profile, you're just super colorful. What is it about color and, and why do you dress the way you dress? Yes. Well, my inner child's very happy about this story. <laughs> and um, because I just have always loved 
you know, enjoying how I dress and sort of being free to be you and me. The whole thing is like, what brings me joy is what I want to wear. I will say at nighttime when I'm sleepy and I'm kind of done with all the things of the day, I do like to dress sort of dim and Mm. like soft colors, quiet colors. You know, I do need that just like I close my eyes to sleep. Mm. But I think when I'm awake, I do enjoy, I see you're in black and white, I think, if I'm seeing yeah, correctly. cream and cream. Mm-hmm. cream, cream, see you are fashion. See, the word oh, is important, girl, isn't it? It's not, just, it's not just white, it's cream. <laughs> um, and that matters, actually. Yeah. I'm really with you. Uh, I love the Crayola color names, too. Yeah. I mean, just all that. Oh, those are fun. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, I like to also play with black and whites, because I think that that's part of the playfulness with colors. And um, and I enjoy uh, the rainbow of whole rainbow of colors. Um, I feel like for me, colors speak. They're alive. There's an essence to them. They heal. They create. They um, There's a psychology to colors. Um you know, so for example, I'll just say a couple little things without going way down the wormhole of this. But for example, if you drink to use your cream, I'm going to do it inspired by you. If you drink out of a mug that's either the color orange or the color cream, and you have hot chocolate in it, that hot chocolate's going to taste better to you mm. out of a mug of those two different colors than if you had a mug of some other color, mm. right? And I could keep saying a whole lot of facts about the psychology of colors and how it affects your perception. Mm. Certain gyms, if they're aware of it, sure. will use certain colors to energize you, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, greens, clearly leave you feeling a little more peaceful, you know, i.e. when we're in nature, we feel a little more, yeah, you know, and some of that's the colors. Um, So I think that colors are really powerful and we're not always thinking about it, but have quite an effect on us. I like to play with colors. I like to play with clothes. I feel like for me, playing with clothes is also about playing with my authenticity and being um, showing up tr- as true Rachel, honestly, in the world and being willing to be visible. I don't need to blend into the background as a woman to have a sense of voice. Here's my words. Here's my presence unapologetically and exactly with how I am, but with some boundaries. Yeah. Um, and I I think that it's there's so many components to it. I will also share with you my own personal story that I grew up with um, my family not having a whole lot of money. And so I had to have a lot of babysitting jobs to buy my own clothes. And then fast forward later on, as I was saying, I did a whole lot. I picked back up my creativity and in my creativity was drawing a lot of female figures with really fun, colorful clothing on them. And then um, when was this? A few years ago, Oh, 2016, I flew out to New York with my family and a couple of people said, Rachel, when you're in New York, you have got to visit the Gudrun Sojian store. You'll just die. You'll love it so much. It looks like your drawings, the clothing um, that's on your girls. And um, 
I fell in love with that store before I left New York. They asked me to be a clothing ambassador for them, meaning, you know, they'll give me free clothes. um, And then I just post pictures with me online with them. And I'm still their ambassador after all these years. And uh, my closet's busting, you know, so it's just this blessing to the little girl and me who had to babysit to get clothes. So it's a, it feels like um, also a very, like, I'm not, um, I don't know what the word would be. I'm just so grateful and I don't take it for granted. Um, And then it came back to you. That's kind of cool. It came back. Mm -hmm. And now there's another clothing store, Magnolia Pearl, who I'm Mm -hmm. an influencer for, who also has amazing, gorgeous clothes. So it's an, it's become an art form for me and expression. Lastly, I'll just squeeze in here that just this morning, the very beginning of the morning, I treated myself to watching the last episode of the most recent um, season of making the cut. And uh, a show on Netflix that's all about fashion and people who are just, you know, taking risks to live their dream. And in this show, it's about making fashion clothes. And I just came to love the contestants and their creativity and all of that. So um, a big bow to you and studying fashion. Yeah, and cool. I just think it's so, it runs deep about yeah, what it's about. It's, very, it's I mean, you know. Again, I'm making a joke. It could seem like, oh, it's just this, like, um, what's the right, not shallow, but just kind of like, oh, it's fashion. But it's like, literally, no matter what your style, we're all wearing something every day. It's a huge part of our life. And whether you dress plainly and don't want to stick out, then that's in a way kind of your style. Or if you want to, you want to stick out a little bit, like you said, like, I, I don't mind sticking out. And this is actually, I actually thought, should I wear a fun color? And then I just was scrambling and I just threw on whatever I like I love black just because I think it's like classic sleek like you know polished but I also like appreciate color too I I can go either way as well so it's just it's a fun form of expression Mm -hmm. so I I do appreciate it that's really neat yeah and obviously even just like talking with you and seeing your pictures and stuff, the color, it just, it feels very joyful. It's contagious. So even if I or someone might not dress like you do seeing Mm -hmm. you, it does, it has this like happy feeling. So, you know, you're sending that feeling out into the world. That's right. That's right. And so there's this intention it's for you and it's for me. And that when we are who we, when we honor who we really are and what really brings each of us distinctly joy, it, it, it gives love to the whole world yeah. right like it we give off a better vibe sure uh, we're Even happier small right and i saw you at the grocery store and i'm like oh i like your glasses it's like that's just a cool moment to have with somebody right and yeah. it's connective yeah. isn't it yeah yes i love that mm-hmm. and i really um am with you you said something that made me think of this that it this is my style rachel's style but it, it's you know, like one of one of my dear friends will some sort of giggle together sometimes because she likes to wear a lot of whites, off whites, grays, and blacks. Just neutrals. And yeah. so, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so supportive of her because that brings her joy yeah. and that's comforting to her. Yeah. And you know, I couldn't be more enthusiastic about it. So it really is about what feels like you to you, which also can change over time. Sure. Totally. Yeah. Um, 
So, okay. So, yeah. So that's the clothing well, I thing. I like it. I really enjoy it. Aww. I think you don't see everyone, you know, every day you don't see a ton of people in a lot of color. So I appreciate that you're mm. being you and also spreading some joy, <laughs> extra Aww, color and joy you. in the world. Thank you. Yeah. That's very fun. Um, yeah. Very cool. I'll have to check out that store that you're mentioning. I want to okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, very fun. Well, this kind of gets into more of the deep spiritual since we're talking about, you know, like raising, you know, literally can be, I think, intent. So I like your glasses. It's a comment to you. It's positive. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That to me seems like, hey, that's positive intentions, which is vibrational. Everything is energy and vibration mm -hmm. in this world. It mm -hmm. could be as small as that. Or I could say yeah. something to you like, I can tell like you said, someone told you this before. Many people probably told you this. You're a psychologist, but you know, I can tell you're a good listener and I can tell that you're really caring about what I'm saying. Mm. That's something we're, you know, enjoying, observing, and I'm sharing with you. And now I'm sharing mm -hmm. it on air with people, right? So um, everything that we think and do is, you know, it's a thing. It's it's a, yes. a vibration and we're raising yeah. uh, the vibration or maybe you're lowering it a little bit. It just depends on on your intent, right? So I ask a lot of my guests this, but I'd be curious to hear your perspective mm -hmm. just of kind of like what's going on in the world. And I know that's a huge like bomb to drop on somebody because it's so intense. Like, you know, from the pandemic until now, there's just been so much that's happened on a collective level. Um, yes. But do you have an interpretation just kind of if you were to summarize like what is going on collectively um, in, for, for yeah. your, your per personal, you know what I mean? perspective. Yeah. What is going on? I think I will share, um, you know, the temptation with that question is to try to sound so smart sure. and in my response and, um, but you can say it from your personal all encompassing, but I yeah. think, yeah. And I'm only being transparent about that because if it's helpful for anyone else to hear that it's just always such a, um, a, an available thing and a gift to say, wait a minute, let me say it just like I want to dress authentically uh, into what feels like me and brings me joy. Like I also want to answer that in a way that feels like Rachel language. Mm -hmm. And I think what I'm noticing from my um, heart and place in the world is something going on in the world is um, the first thing I'm thinking of is um, pronouns that people are, there's this emergence, um, especially with youth, but of people saying, um, I can wear clothes that are gender neutral, you know, it doesn't have to be male or female, or I want to be referred to as them or as he or she or, you know, a whole variety. Um, I think there is this piece here of renewed questions being asked of who am I and who we are, who are we together and working really hard to embrace people just where they're at. It's sort of Mr. Rogers neighborhood coming more alive, you know, of um, I love you just the way you are. That's Mr. Rogers. And so I think there is this sort of yin-yang of resistance to that and, res and um, you know, 
there's a tug pull about it in the world and voices there's something getting born it's sort of like labor pains right of contract you know like it goes the, and then it comes back and then it yeah and i think that there's some of that happening in humanity of uh-huh. stay the same no yep i i need you know let's be honest about what's going on with us and let's accept you know and then there's like nope let's go back into a box yep. and i don't mean to say it's all about gender identity that's just one example sure. But that's, it's more about who am I, who are we? Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's something trying to break free. Like it's growth. There's like growth wanting to happen, but it's uncomfortable sometimes to grow. And so we're like, no, let's just go back to the same thing. But hey, let's mm-hmm. try something new, but that's weird. But I don't know. You know, yeah, it's totally. Right. Yeah. I actually, interesting example that you use that, because like you said, I think it's, well, I'm throwing my perspective in with your your example, but I think it's in a many different facets. Currency, homeschooling versus public education, um, yeah. you know, the pronoun thing, uh, farming, personal farming versus corporation. You know, there's food shortage. Like there's all kinds of stuff going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Medical stuff, whatever, medical freedom. It could go in any facet really, but- I had a really cool gal on. It's called the Water Matrix episode. If anyone wants to go, mm. a really good episode. And she was talking about that, and and she said, um, take the feeling out of it, take the political stuff out of it. This gender mm. gender neutral stuff, or non-binary, or he, she, her, them. Take your opinion out of it. Really, what is happening is we're questioning we're questioning something. We've always just said he or she. Yes, And it doesn't matter if you believe that it should stay that way or it shouldn't like literally remove that, remove the feeling Right, we're questioning or people are questioning. Maybe you aren't somebody else's questioning the norm in it. That in itself is really cool um, Mm -hmm. because maybe it's time to kind of, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to think about it from that perspective um, because I'm kind of neutral on that particular subject, uh-huh. for instance, not yeah. that we're getting into it, but like I could care yeah. less. Like if someone wants to call themselves, I think it's awesome. You be you, be your authentic uh-huh. self. I personally yes. like know what I am and I don't really feel like I need to change or call myself anything different than her because I just have always sure. seen myself as a girl. That's fine. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter. But the fact that it's being questioned mm-hmm. is just interesting. We can question right. things just like we don't have to get into this, but like COVID and science and all that, just questioning things shouldn't be, shouldn't be shamed for that. Just we're questioning things. There's a lot of information, a lot of change happening. So I think if we can focus on that as a society, that, that would really be helpful for our growth is just questioning and honoring that question, not getting so, you know, we get so like this. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, And it, to not get divided. Right. But it's hard to not do that. Right. It is. It's so hard. Right things vested or whatever. So sorry to go into, you know, I I asked you the question, but I was really resonating with that and that example of just like, yeah, things are just being questioned right now. Mm -hmm. That's a good, Mm -hmm. an interpretation for sure. Um, I feel that too. Yes, definitely. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Um, But in this chaos or beauty, however you see it, (laughs) um, to kind of go back to who you are and what I'm noticing just with like your color, your joy, 
uh, growth and being your inner child. Like how can we, what are some tips that you've found? Like how can we find our inner child? How can we uh, be our authentic selves and feel comfortable and confident being ourselves? Because some people, maybe they don't Mm. feel like they know how to be comfortable in their own skin. Like what are some things that you've been able to find in your life so far? Yeah, I think that, uh, right, because we all um, grow up with different things about how supported we've been or not or in between to be ourselves Mm -hmm. and to express ourselves. And, you know, if we can really say our true words and uh, if we need to sort of hide, whether it's with clothing, whether it's with our words, etc. And so... I think that there's a piece about just meet yourself where you are and um, and do things maybe gently, like little micro, if someone's wanting to grow and expressing and being in touch with who they really are, I think that having um, gentle practices, I think that having, I'll, I'll say a few things off the top, having a gratitude practice, you know, at the end of each day, just having three to five bullet points you write down of just brief things. What are things where I just feel grateful for in the day and how do those inform me about who I am? Or maybe it's you write down each day in your notebook three to five times in the day you felt more alive or you felt some joy. And those would be clues Mm -hmm. um, to who you are. I think that what brings us joy is always a clue Uh, about who we are Mm -hmm. and um and and it doesn't have to be off the wall joy it could even be contentment what made me feel settled down or content Mm -hmm. and just taking the time to listen to that and listen to it somewhat regularly so you start to see patterns emerge and also there's a piece about taking the time to listen where you're giving yourself implicitly the message that you matter i matter enough to listen to i matter enough to take the time to jot things down to start to notice patterns to want to be in communication with myself and um, I think that other things to notice is when when do I notice I say my true yeses and nos to people and to things? You know, when I said yes or no, did I feel a peace about that? Or was there something off like, oh, I said yes, but I didn't really want to say yes. Or I mm-hmm. said no, but I should have said, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I think that even having a practice of noticing what am I saying yes to? in my everyday and what am I saying no to and what are the thing, what are of those things am I at peace with? Mm -hmm. Um, I think you can even do this practice with what you wear Mm -hmm. because I think our clothing is also a portal into um, seeing who we are. Mm -hmm. Like what would bring me joy or feel like home or good on me today? And I could even just begin with socks. It doesn't even have to be the whole outfit, right? I have some crazy socks on, actually. Do you? Do you what do they look it? like? Mine that only fits with my theme. I'm gonna just we're spreading joy, so I have. The, Let's do it. I have the craziest outfit on right now, you guys. I have pajama pants on. Let's be honest, but okay. Look at my eye what? socks. Oh, they're like your background. I love the eye. I have eye on everything. That's like my symbol. 
Oh, but I love it. There you go. See, you never, if we weren't talking about socks, I wouldn't have showed those. And maybe that brought somebody joy. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're doing the spontaneity. Okay. Let's Here's see. my socks. Okay. Can see. you even see yeah, them? Yeah. Are they showing up? It's just a regular yeah. sock, but it has little bits of color. They're very yeah. soft. And I'm in Minnesota, so love they're it. also a little thick, so they're keeping See? my feet warm. I love it. So it's like function and fashion, See, right? This was the first time we ever had myself and my guests show our socks. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the best. It is. It's very, my favorite moment of our conversation. Fun. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, but isn't that great? It kind of emerged organically when we when it was like in the brainstorm of like, what are some different ways to you know, sort of, it's almost like coming in sideways yeah. to thinking about and getting in touch with you and who you are. And suddenly we're showing our feet. Yeah. But you know what? We um, need more playful, childlike moments in this world. Yeah. So yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and of course we could just do a whole sleepover about this very question. Yeah. I mean, this is, these are things they've thought a great deal about over the years. I know that's so what's so hard in a podcast, right? To cram it's, it's, it in in a couple minutes. I mean, it's just, you yeah. can't do it justice, but we're touching on topics. And the point is hopefully yeah. it helps some, you know, yeah. someone think about something maybe they hadn't thought about, or maybe they'll dive that's deeper right. into a certain you know area. And I know that you have to get going soon, but yeah. As we close, I really liked what you said. Yeah. I, I'm huge on gratitude practice. I think it's life changing. Um, yeah. Once you do it more often, I think you find you always can find something, even if you're having a hard day, um, to be grateful so for. So true. But yeah. Would you mind sharing a couple of things today that you're grateful for? Oh, definitely. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I would say um, this morning. Uh, I've just, so I'm going to be giving a big talk late in February and I haven't done a talk to lots and lots. I mean, it's going to be to a large number of women mm -hmm. and I haven't, and it's been a couple of years since I've done it. So I just was like, Oh, you know, just sort of the blank page, mm -hmm. you know, just the beginning. Of, and I, I tagged this morning as my time to just start to conceptualize what I'll be talking about. And I got a long voicemail from a girlfriend and, and it was just six or seven minutes of her giving me um, incredible encouragement and of her seeing me and how I've got it in me to do this again. And I'm so grateful for that. Like that was a gigantic gift. And, um, and then I would say, um, sweetly our feet, yours and my feet. Yeah. <laughs> That's very yeah. sweet. Yeah. How about you? Do you want to as well? Sure. Two things? I'd love to. Maybe I'll start asking my guests this. This is a cool. I noticed some podcasts, like my one question I've noticed just organically it comes up is just what is your, you know, your perspective of what's going on in the world? Because everyone has a different, that's been my one question because I always listen to a lot of podcasts and usually there's always like the same question they ask and I've been kind of trying mm -hmm. to figure out like, what do I want to ask? That's been it so far, but maybe I'll also throw in like gratitude because I just think it's amazing. It could be so small yeah. or it could be something big. Um, yes. Gosh. Well, I mean, I'm thankful for our connection. Um, the feat was fun. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it could yeah. be something just as small and fun as that. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm tired. I have a, you know, a two and a half, I'm waking up in the night. I'm exhausted. And, and you know, Hello. the energy to get ready for this podcast, even I'm like, am I ready to do this? I'm tired. I have to get my make. I don't have to, I wanted to get makeup on and get dressed and do all yes. these things. And, but whenever I come in here and meet the person, 
I'm so glad I did it because Aww. I always connect with the coolest people like you. I'm learning. I hope that other people are learning. I'm sharing joy into the world. Like I really feel like this is my purpose. I'm just so grateful for people like you. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So thank you for allowing me to do something that truly feels like my calling. And um, so I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for my guests. I'm grateful that I am doing this podcast. Like, And it's not about me. It's like I literally feel like I've been given the opportunity. I'm just so happy to be here. I'm happy for anyone that's listening. Like, if anyone wants to share these podcasts, like I'd be so humbled and honored because my goal is to just raise vibration, be positive. And um, I, I'm just trying to help relay the messages of really cool people like you. So I'm just super grateful for, for you and for my guests um, and the space that I'm in. This is a newer studio that we built. Um, it's like a little shed. So I, I feel like I finally got my wallpaper finished. And I don't know, I just feel very grateful for for a lot of things, but I'll just say those for now. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Love. Thank Love. You. Thank you. Well, I really hope that your, um, your talk goes well with the, Thank it, you. It, will, it will go well. Um, yes. and I'm just grateful to meet you. And again, we'll put all your information. Um, do you have a website? I do. I, so I will just say verbally. So if anyone wants, I have like a bunch of affirming art and colorful and, um, in my four books and they, they are on my, um, online Etsy store, Mm. E-T-S-Y, which you can get to through my website, which is rachelaz.com, R-A-C-H-E-L. A-W-E-S, um, like the beginning of awesome. Yeah. So if you just go to rachelaws.com, you can click on shop or you can click on blog or whatever, sure, you know, get or, or my counseling, books. you know, yeah. it's all there. Okay. Yeah. And we'll put it in the notes just in case people can't remember thank that. You. But thank um, you. Yeah. Well, thank you for all the beautiful work that you're doing in the world. And it was really mm, nice you to meet too. you. Thank you. Nice to meet you yeah. as well. Thank you so much. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Take care.